वेलकम टू सीजन टू ऑफ ए एस डी ए पॉडकास्ट ए एस डी ए अटलांटिक स्टूडेंट डेवलपमेंट अलायंस इज अ नॉन प्रॉफिट ऑर्गेनाइजेशन वर्किंग इन अटलांटिक कैनेडा हेल्प्स एंड कनेक्ट स्टूडेंट्स विद एम्प्लॉयर्स Mental health and well-being is a growing concern for people of all ages, culture and education. While international students already face many challenges like language barriers, adjustment to a new culture, lack of nearby family, the challenges associated with mental health and well-being are the common ones. Experts have developed many approaches to better understand and support mental health and well-being problems, and to know about such approaches, we are presenting you this podcast. My name is Kasim and I'm your host for the ASDA season 2 podcast and I welcome you to the episode 2 on the theme mental health and well-being. I will be interviewing our special guest for this podcast, Joy Nedy, who is a doctoral student in clinical psychology at University of Prince Edward Island. Welcome Joy to our podcast. We are so glad to have you. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here as well. Yes. Joy you have been working on improving mental health of BIPOC community and generally international students from a while would you like to tell us more about yourself and what you have been doing on mental health and well-being Sure thank you again um so like I said I'm I'm really glad to be here and excited um to talk about um mental health and well-being especially for international students here um like uh Rosa said I am a doctoral student in clinical psychology here at um, UPEI and what one of the things i've been doing to kind of like help like bipoc students and international students with their well-being is um i have two groups that i've co-run and co-founded and co-run with a colleague of mine who's also wow. amazing thanks who's also a student here um in the same program i'm in um in clinical psychology as well so um this these groups are two of them was one of them is what's for international students so we kind of we're looking at a strength based approach using art therapy to kind of like help international students build strength so the idea behind that group is that often when we come from like our home countries and perhaps you come here and your first language is in english or you feel a certain way when you're with your colleagues and they're like working so quickly and all of those things and you feel a bit behind you might feel like inferior or something like that and so the idea of that group is kind of using art therapy skills to um promote a sense of like strength and um helping international students realize the, the kind of the good qualities that they have as well and what they bring to the table so they feel more confident and um the other one that we run um is with another colleague so that is a group mostly for bipoc students and we kind of focus using mindfulness based um practices to help like bipoc students like or bipoc community like bipoc folks in UPI community like have like skills um using mindfulness skills to kind of like cope with like stress difficulties um vicarious trauma racial trauma those kind of things and wow yeah. such an incredible work wow thank impressive. you so um do you know like um there has been a connection with between mental health and physical health so do you have any examples on how they can be connected yep um so you're right um there is a connection between like mental health and physical health and there's like a lot of research about that but 
not to bore you on the research. So, for example, let, like let's take a day where um, you, you're going, you wake up in the morning, and maybe you just like come out of like your bed. You don't have breakfast. You go through your day. You don't eat anything or whatever. You're just going through your day. You're working hard. All of that stuff. Um, perhaps like in the evening, um, you might start feeling like irritated, grumpy, annoyed, yes. Yes. whatever. And perhaps if you just ate something, for example, you might not feel like we talk about that and call it being hangry or whatever. But like that is like a very simple example of like where your physical health like affects like your mood and can affect like long term practices of like poor, like taking care of your physical health can like affect your mood. For example, like someone who's not sleeping well, um, doing that like also like long term can affect your health. People who um, might not have like good like exercise practices those kind of basic things like in the long term like can affect your mental health because um the link between um physical health and mental health is that when you feel good physically then it also like helps your mood to improve so like someone who exercises you have like you know like your brain releases like chemicals like endorphins like and you feel good about yourself so you're less likely to kind of like have like some mood difficulties because you're already doing things you're moving and you're feeling good so so that's wow. yeah so, wow. that's so you're saying actually like um taking care of physical health that will take care of your mental health by itself right yeah, yeah. you need to do exercise you need to eat healthy so yep. that your mental health will be good and you yeah. can like have a good memory good yep. concentration and yep. you know yeah. stuff like that so um based on your experience and expertise you know what are your thoughts on mental health and international students how mental health is impacting international students and um, yeah like how international students can better navigate through them what are your thoughts curious yeah. to know thank you for asking um, so international students um, when like when we come here to like a new country we're, we're faced with different kinds of challenges so um, you're kind of like being in a new space you're having to navigate a new culture, you're having to adapt, you're having to, like you've moved from uh, like a safe place where you have connections, you like you have family, you have friends, you know like, you know the way to the market, you know how people behave, you know how someone's going to react generally. And you're coming to a new place where you're gonna have to like learn, like relearn a couple things that are basic, like, I don't know, like just even, taking a taxi you might it's like a basic skill but you're relearning that all over again um you are really making a lot of like changes and you're isolated while you're making those changes most likely because you don't have like family or friends and so um i, I think that the mental health of like international students is it's a bit like fragile in a sense because um a lot of supports especially when one is new is just taken away at the same time so it's quite fragile for them yes yes yeah. yes so like they and what do you think that how they can how they can utilize available resources and uh, how they can navigate through them because i i can understand like having not good mental health and you know just not a doing good with your well-being can impact your studies and your general life so mm -hmm. i think it's really critical to have really maintain your health mm -hmm. and well-being in general so what do you think how students can navigate through them how they can use um available resources nice thank you um so the first 
a thing that I, I think that international students can like do to like help navigate like their mental health is to not like not being afraid of like talking about mental health because it's it's something that might be we're still trying to like work on like some of the stigmas that that are associated with like mental health so not being afraid of like the fact that like everyone experiences like everyone has mental health and everyone is going to experience like mental health difficulties or so so like being open with the fact that you might struggle with some things and that you're like you're more likely than some other students to struggle with that because you have additional factors that kind of makes it a bit more difficult for you it's like a good step to do that um and like i don't know if you want me to go into like resources but like for example the like the university has free counseling services for students and that includes international students so um that is a, i think that is a good resource that international students can take advantage of like and it's good because you don't need to be like in a state of crisis to kind of even like access those resources you can make an appointment just when you're not feeling good yes. or anything yes. like that and and you can do that and, and it's good to like make it like a regular habit of going in to like ask for help because that way you, you're not going to spiral down or you're like not going you're able to like deal with difficulties before they become even more like severe mm-hmm. so, so yeah. it's always good to check with your university and check what resources mm-hmm. are available yep. and mm-hmm. always like have a checkup on your mental health and well-being mm-hmm. so that you can better focus on your like uh, student life yeah while yeah. being yeah. away yeah. from your home right yeah 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 it's it's really important because um like you were saying like mental health like it does impact like student's ability to like focus on school um and and that's if you're an international student that's that's what keeps you here it's your studies and you know so it's really important to um be able to like access like resources and like that's like a first line because mental health is it can be expensive so the fact that that is a free resource is something that like it's good that we have that and we can (laughs) use that to our advantage (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a, that's a good thing. So, um, Joy, like, how we can how we can access our well being? Like, if someone is like me and they don't know, even they are having some mental health crisis or they are not doing with their well being. So, how they can how they can access you know access that problem within or themselves? Yeah, that is a really good question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, like there are a couple things to kind of like. Um, notice to like assess whether you're doing okay Um, and one of those things is like kind of like watching like your like habits so most times like you might notice that some people maybe they're not you're not eating well anymore and you notice that you're not sleeping well you're not eating well you notice that like perhaps like some of the thoughts you're having are a bit like more negative than usual like or you notice that you're more irritable, you're more prone to um, like maybe overreact or something like that, like those kind of things. When you start noticing that your mood is changing, it's easy to get upset for you. You're not, and, and even paying attention to your body, like you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, um, having headaches, having like physical symptoms, like 
can be a sign that maybe you need to like check in with someone about your mental health and like check your mood and, and stuff like that so yeah right right so like one must have to closely observe themselves to better indicate like there might be some indicators from you know from physical health or yes. you know some mental changes habits yeah. so they can have an idea that they're not doing good with yeah. you know their mental health and they really need to um like go to someone else and have them checked on yep right so um joy you have like shared generally like how one you know can navigate through mental health how they can utilize your resources through university or you know some generally so you have been in pei for i think three and a half years right like five years actually five years wow <laughs> so i i think so you you might have better idea of like how international students like the ones who are coming or the ones who are here for a long time, how they can um, uh, better navigate through resources, what resources are available on PEI for students or for generally for anyone else who are like going through um, mental health crisis. Yeah, um, so again, like, um, like I was saying, like the UPI, the university has free counseling services for students. So like that's the first line um, mm -hmm. of action uh, if you wanted like mental health resources that that is free and available for you but another thing is that through the student union and insurance um, UPI students are eligible for thousand dollars of like that can be put towards mental health care really yeah wow yeah so like so with that like perhaps you uh, maybe the services at the university is not meeting your needs at that certain time and you wanted to go out into like the community so to find like community mental health services or like private practitioners here on the island um you have like you're eligible to a thousand dollars to do that and and that's and that's that so the um pei also has like it's called the pei psychologist directory and so there you can see practitioners who do private practice because sometimes like the wait list for community practice um community services can be a bit long and so you can like have access to like that private directory and you can like make appointments with psychologists on the island um yeah and then i i kind of also wanted to mention a couple of like resources for like um, international students and like bipoc folks for example like because sometimes um, mental health difficulties might also be simply because of like some challenges with adjustment, adapting. And I think that we're quite fortunate to have like organizations like BIPOC, Usher, BCS, PEI. Um, they can help you to like manage some of the difficulties, like maybe if you have some problems or issues and help you navigate those as well. And that can really help with your mood and, and yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. I I would say like it's um really really important, and uh, I would say like we do have many resources available, especially for the students. Like yeah. you can utilize your health insurance yes. to have a like free uh, mental health checkups, yep. and and you also mentioned two organizations. Like one is BIPOC, you're sure. Yeah. And what's the second one? BCS, the Black Cultural Society of PI. Oh, so yeah. you're saying like these organizations also have uh, resources or like um, some help for anyone going yes, through they, mental health so, crisis? Yeah, so not necessarily like directly like mental health per se, mm -hmm. um, but they can help you like with difficulties that can like make mental health problems even worse. So for example, if you needed like, um, if you were 
hungry or things like that and you needed like some support those kind of things they're able to help you with that yeah mm -hmm. yeah thank you <laughs> so uh, i have a question like what can they do if they if the support doesn't help or if they don't find any support like if there's someone who's not in pi and they're kind of traveling or they're just from someone else like you know like uh, ASDA is currently working in Atlantic Canada. We are just not only focusing on PA. So let's say if there's anyone listening to this podcast and that person is from, you know, New Brunswick or some other province. So what do you think of what they can do if they don't have any resources available? Okay, so... <laughs> Um, so what, like when people don't have like mental health resources available, there's, there's a couple things that they can do by themselves that can help them to like manage their mental health. Um, so, and they're really basic, simple things. They're like things like taking care of your physical health, for example, can really, really help your mood. Um, and then one important aspect that is often like overlooked with me like mental health is like community. Like we sometimes overlook the importance of community. And there is research to show that like people who are not isolated from people who they know care about them, are checking on them, love them, those kind of things. People who have community do better in terms of mental health compared to like people who are isolated from from community. So it's important to find and build community, whatever that is for you. And that can help you to like manage um, symptoms of like, you know, stress, anxiety, just being able to like um, be with people. Um, volunteering also helps because what it does is that it kind of gives you a sense of like purpose. It gives you a sense of um, you're helping someone to do something with their own lives. And that makes people feel better about themselves it helps people to improve their mood um and it can really help when there's absolutely no resources available for a person thank you for the great answer i yeah. think uh, that's the way one can better navigate you know um through resources and yeah. you know they can help themselves when yeah. there's no help is available um so you know we all know that uh, being in outdoors or in nature you know it can help one to relieve anxiety and you know stress at least it does help me because whenever i'm i'm through going through some mental health crisis mm -hmm. i just take a trip you know spend time in nature and outdoors it really heals you you know physically and mentally uh but you know winter in pi can be brutal yeah. and so what do you think what can what can one do um like especially in winters in pi when they just can't go out and they're having some problems or what do you think yeah the winters are really hard here um yeah. and one of one of the things with winters that really affects people there's, there's actually something called like seasonal affective disorder um but you might not have like seasonal affective disorder to feel like a low mood during the winter or something but like but one of the things that really like affects people's mental health is the lack of sunlight for for example yes, yes. so um not being able to like see the sun and like it's just it's really really hard so a couple of things that people can do um you can like vitamin d is called the sunshine vitamin and it actually does help like improve people's mood but it kind of like helps people that way so you can consider it, it's readily available in most like um, places where medications are sold and you don't need a prescription for that okay, but it's nice. also like helpful you can speak to a medical practitioner about like whether or not they want you want to increase your vitamin intake 
um, you can speak to them about the possibility of um, like light therapy. So that's kind of like a therapy that is done to kind of like help like like imitate the like effects of sunlight and how like sunlight improves mood. And so that's something that people can do. Um, uh, people can just like by themselves when they're home or in places during the day, take advantage of like the sunlight, for example, like open your windows, like don't just like, like don't keep it dark for too long, let natural light come in. And another thing is that it's, it's kind of a bit weird and some of these things sound very anecdotal, but <laughs> they actually work. Um, because of the cold of like the weather, it, people, there's something about coldness and there's something about warmth mm -hmm. and it's kind of helpful to like practice things that like imitate warmth. So um, whether it is like eating more warm food, taking warmer baths, like those kind of things actually like imitate like the sense of like warmth and the comfort that warmth brings. And of course, spending time with family, friends, people yes, that you yes. care about, like those things. Having a good social circle. Exactly. Yeah. Those things mm -hmm. like they give a sense of like warmth, like a sense of like connectedness. So you, you don't feel lonely and like things are like cold and frigid or whatever. And also mm -hmm. like, you know, indoor exercise is an option, option when like outdoor exercise is not something that you want to do. You don't want to jog in the, in the cold or whatever. <laughs> so you can try like doing workout inside yes. and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Like, um, I will take your advice <laughs> <laughs> because we're heading towards winter in, uh, yeah. in just a couple of months. So, um, Joy, in the, in the beginning, you shared that you have created some programs for the BIPO community. I would really like to know more about those programs. Can you share a bit? Sure. Um, so, so this these programs are like they are they're part of my studies like at school so we're able to like use um some of our fundings to like create anything that is meaningful to us and myself and another colleague of mine co um co-created this like these support group for bipoc students and so um like i was saying the first one is for art therapy we're not currently running that one anymore but we still are very likely to run the one for um for, that uses mindfulness practices in the fall. So depending on how many people show interest, wow. that will, will have that up and running. <laughs> yeah, so um, really the idea is that um, like oftentimes like we go about our day and like we have very automatic responses to like to things. So like we have a bad day and we're like, oh, and we scream and it's a bad day and we go like letting our moods be determined by the things that happen to us during the day. And so the idea of mindfulness is to kind of like get into the habit of slowing down, seeing like what is happening and then re recognizing that you have in a sense like the choice to respond in a way that is helpful and healthy for you and so it's not something that happens in one day so it's something that takes practice but like the group is to kind of like help people to get into the habit and improve those skills for people so yeah yeah thanks yeah. so much so um any additional or last thoughts about mental health or well-being for listeners um, I just wanted to say that it's really important to prioritize your mental health. It's, it's as important as your physical health. And, and like we were saying, they're very connected. Yes. And people with 
poor mental health are also very likely to have poor physical health because they, if you're feeling low mood, how do you want to take care of yourself? How do you want to do the things that are important to you? So, so it's really important to seek out help in any way that you can. Seek out resources. Um, speak to people about that. And also, if you're perhaps listening to this podcast and you um, are maybe um, having like thoughts about like perhaps suicide there is the island helpline that you can contact they have a number they have a website and that their number is available 24 7 so that's important to like have that support for yourself so yeah so that's that yeah thank, thank you so much well thank you so much joy for being a part of this podcast thank and you. sharing wonderful information and resources available for international students i hope this would be uh quite useful for anyone listening to this podcast and they will take care of their mental health and well-being and we'll see you in the next podcast thank you